The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and <laughs> inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! Stop Welcome being a ring. Stop being a ring. the Mr. Nelson Show. Episode Well, as I've stressed before, more information comes in about one of these terrible incidents. Uh, such as mass shootings, uh, where as time goes by, you get more and more information about what really happened. But no one uh, takes the time to do that, to wait for facts and know the reality. They already jump for their uh, predetermined narrative. Because that's more important. And of course, a crisis, a disaster, or in this case, a massacre, is ripe for political capital to be uh, used and exploited. And then no, support the sad truth of all of Watching it right now. Support the Damn it! You always gotta pollute everything. The NRA is No goddamn all hell no. What? You have not been paying attention. Oh, yes, I have. Stupid coward the sheriff couldn't shoot straight oh. to save his life. Sat oh, on God. his Democrat ass. Oh. While those poor kids and teachers were being murdered. Oh, my God, that's awful. Oh, boy, boy, boy. You know, all you assholes are big supporters of law enforcement, huh? Until it's not convenient for you. Boy, look at this. What a way to spin the story to distract from the real criminals of uh, the NRA. That's what's going on. You don't know what happened there. And you're all going to run for these little conspiracy theories. I mean, where do you get this crap? Uh, according to CNN, uh, they report that four Broward County what? deputies waited outside school oh, no. as the children were massacred. Uh, well, immediately uh, at, at the time of the incident, we'd heard that there was one deputy who had been assigned to the school. Well, uh, but uh, now we, it looks more like there were four and this uh, comes from, uh, of course, originally CNN. Now there's other sources by now, including uh, the, uh, what was the city police that showed up? See, you don't even uh, know. And uh, yeah, said, well, hey, what the hell? They're, they're just st- sitting behind their cars, you know, with their guns drawn. Well, uh, why didn't procedure. you uh, storm the building and all that? Uh, 
Meanwhile, this just adds to uh, the problems of the police and how many uh, calls they've had of complaints about this shooter and his uh, uh, bizarre uh, uh, actions and attitudes and claims of wanting to be a school shooter uh, and showing off his weapons and whatnot, uh, attacking another kid at the school, all this sort of thing. And, uh, of course, the death threats he made uh, and the FBI uh, received those warnings twice and did nothing. Uh, So this is a failure from top to bottom of the authorities, which if we were to listen to people like Lefty, we would give up our ability to do self-defense for this very failed and flawed institution to protect us from uh, monsters uh, Uh like the shooter. Yeah, you're missing the whole point. What? This whole thing would never have happened if the guns didn't exist in the first place. Good Lord. Well, Lefty, uh, what what do you suggest they do? Is is there a magic wand that can make guns cease to exist? Uh, oh, aren't you funny? No, we need gun control. Common sense gun control could have solved this whole thing. Oh, come on. And all you got to do is what? obey the law. But we need a pass to make this possible. But, no. of course, the NRA no, puts no, all the roadblocks that makes this impossible. Yeah, that, that's the whole story right there. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, Lefty, uh, there were several laws this uh, individual uh, broke already well, uh, that would have got him in serious trouble and would have denied him his access to guns had they been uh, pursued, but they weren't. And uh, so I don't see how uh, new laws uh, that are designed to do the exact same thing to the ones on the books already uh, would have prevented him, especially since we have a uh, uh, flawed uh, public service sector here that no, can't seem no. to uh, enforce and even uh, in- obey the laws themselves. So uh, that's not much of a uh, assurance as a solution for a scenario such as this. Uh, look, yeah, you could just keep doing all that, but you can't deny the simple fact that if this deranged individual didn't have weapons, what? this wouldn't have happened. God damn, you'll take my guns from my cold dead hands. Oh, God. See, this is one of these little tricks you NRA people always play here. It's very simple. I mean, no one is talking about confiscation. What? They're not coming to your trailer house, Red, what? to what? steal your weapons. You are. That's what Just you were saying. Calm down. Oh. Uh, uh, Lefty, this is a bit confusing. I mean, your whole point uh, was that you, your only scenario you agree with is where the guns somehow cease to exist. So how were you supposed to achieve this if you're uh, not going to confiscate the weapons? Uh, it's, it, well, you know, you have like a program that, you know, people voluntarily turn them in, maybe like a buyback no. or something along those lines. Yeah, what if I don't want to give them back? You need to be educated. I mean, stop being a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. That's my motto. So you, uh, you want uh, the state authorities to take away people's guns? No, that's not what I said. I mean, I just said we should get rid of the guns. Well, that's the same damn thing. No. Look, I, I'm i going to push for common sense gun control, whether you like it or not, and sooner or later, it's going to happen because that's moving forward. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Uh, well, Lefty, uh, I think we're pretty well established that there's already gun control laws on the books, and they Failed miserably uh, in this scenario that's got everybody discussing the subject matter. 
And so I don't know, again, that uh, any law that you pass would work again, no. especially uh, when criminals don't obey laws what? by their very nature of being criminals. No. Oh, God. It's, this is just... The truth. No. God damn it, Lefty. This crazy bastard was practically screaming out loud he wants to kill people. And he didn't do... Yeah, no. That's just... Oh, God. What could they have done? I mean, it's not like he'd actually done anything actionable. Not, not really. Yeah, he did. He assaulted a kid at the school. Well... He made death threats on social media and whatnot. Well... Uh, there was all kinds of trouble at his home where the cops were called... Uh, several times over. No, that was a lie. Did not do it oh, 39 yeah. times. Uh, seems like it may not have been 39 exactly. times. It was only 23. Yeah, well, only 23. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, so all this to back it up. Uh, and, of course, the assault alone would have been enough to uh, bust him on that. Uh, Death threats, of that. course. And the fact that he could have gotten uh, the information that uh, he had sought mental counseling and whatnot. Now that's his personal Nobody business. Nobody did oh anything God. to prevent this man. They didn't look into it. Nothing. Now, so what? I mean, you, 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 you just... You, you don't know what you're talking about. This, this scenario of someone making threats online, for instance, is going to get in trouble. You, you, uh, come on! A 21-year-old illegal immigrant residing what? in the sanctuary city of Rochester, New York, was arrested on Tuesday for allegedly threatening to shoot up a local high school what? via a social media account. What? Upon what? further investigation of the suspect's residence, what? officers recovered a shotgun. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, I'm coming tomorrow morning, uh -huh. and I'm going to shoot all of you bitches. Oh, the suspect there you go. allegedly wrote on East High School's Facebook page on February 16th, oh two days God. after the South Florida shooting. The suspect was arrested four days after the threat was initially posted from the anonymous account she created in January. The 21-year-old was charged with making terrorist threats, which is a felony. Well, so, uh, with evidence collected and whatnot, uh, yeah, we'll uh, she see. will not be able what? to uh, 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 buy a firearm legally, because well, no uh, once you've should. been convicted of a felony, oh, you lose that right. Well, uh, The suspect was arraigned at Rochester City Court uh, with a bail of $15,000. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she was a dreamer. A dream. What? Uh, the suspect is protected from deportation uh, oh. by the DACA program. Well, so, uh, well, let's hope we can uh, close this. Now, and, uh, we don't know the full story. Uh, uh, Innocent until proven guilty. Come uh, on. Who makes this threat? Because, well. Uh, no, you're just jumping on her because she's a dreamer. Oh, you don't God. know the full details here. Uh, update. The suspect attends Edison Tech High School and is enrolled in a special education program. High school? According to the suspect's parents, she has a very low cognitive capability and oh. is incapable of carrying out the sort of threat. Yeah, see? Let you do about nothing. What? You just well. look the other way on that. Oh, yeah, well, God. Lefty, you see, the it, it just proves the point that uh, at least the Rochester police uh, looked into it, whereas right. it seems nobody did much of anything uh, yeah. uh, about the shooter in Florida. Uh, so the the tools are there <sighs> to uh, stop these people, but uh, it didn't happen. Uh, but so, they're uh, not enough to. Goddamn, Lefty. How many tools do you need before you start using them? God damn it. As much as necessary. Look, you're just all in denial. 
Nothing good will come out of horrible assault rifles like the AR-15, which should be bad. No! Nothing, nothing good ever comes out of anything like that. On Monday, a man armed with an AR-15 rifle intervened in an argument where someone had been stabbed, forcing the assailant to flee and later be captured by police. Dave Thomas was prompted by seeing someone with a knife stab another person at an apartment building on Harbor Drive in Oswego Township in Illinois. Thomas dashed to his home, thought about grabbing his handgun, but chose his AR-15, then returned to the apartment and ordered the assailant to stop. He recalled later... I poked my head out the door. There was a pool of blood. Blood was everywhere in the hall. Uh. There was still a confrontation going on. There was about three or four people involved at this point, so I ran back into my house and grabbed my AR-15. I grabbed the AR-15 over my handgun. Bigger gun. I think a little bit more intimidation factor. Uh. Definitely played a part in him actually stopping. The assailant was only free for a short time before he was apprehended. The stabbing victim was taken to the hospital. According to the police, Thomas has a valid firearm uh, owner's identification card and a concealed carry permit. Thomas added, the AR-15 is my weapon of choice for home protection. It's light, it's maneuverable. If you train and know how to use it properly, it's not dangerous. And this is just a perfect example of good guy with an AR-15 stopped a bad guy with a knife. And there were no lives taken. So all in all, it was a good day. Amen. Woo, yeah, yeah. Case Closed! No, not even closed. This isn't over. Ah, damn it. It just... You're just oh, in love with guns. I've had it. I just... It, you know, oh, it's toxic. It's it. sickening to dwell. And, 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 and all this type of, you know, just negativity and, and horrible news, murders and guns and things like that. I mean, it's just not... Well, uh, it's been pretty much the dominant news for the past few weeks here, Lefty, so uh, I got to do something for the show, but uh, I don't know, you want to talk about something else? You you got any good news, Lefty, for us to cover? Well, I thought you'd ever ask. Actually, yes. It seems now, more Americans now support universal basic income. It's nearly 50% now. Oh, God, no. You see... Just 10 years ago, a poll showed that 12% of Americans approved of a universal basic income. According to CNBC, that number has shot up dramatically to 48% of Americans. No. A new poll conducted by Northeastern University at Gallup probed 3,000 adults. Yeah, I'll yeah. bet they oh, probed God. them. Good no, Lord, no, probed no, them wrong. Uh, supporters of UBI... <laughs> Such as political philosopher and economist Carl Weiderquist called the new poll really promising. Models for the implementation of UBI vary, but the most likely would be the federal government distributing regular checks to everyone regardless of their earnings or employment, according to CNBC. Experimentations are currently being tried in Finland and Canada. Really nice places. No, yeah, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, but also here in the States, uh, this year in Stockton, California, Mayor Michael Tubbs' Stockton Economic Tubbs. Empowerment de- Demonstration will give several dozen low-income families $500 each month what? in a study of basic income. And for decades, Alaska residents have each received around $2,000 a year Good from Lord. the Alaska Permanent Fund. 
Guy Standing, a co-founder of the Basic Income Earth NIP, told the World Economic Forum that UBI like will be a tremendous benefit to society because it will take the burden of people's shoulders. He put it on someone else. The claim else. is often made that if you give people a basic income, they'll become lazy and stop doing work, Standing yeah. said. Happens it's an insult to the human condition. Basic incomes tend to increase people's work rather than reduce it. What? Standing says that people's mental and emotional health go up under UBI, allowing them to pursue more meaningful work. <laughs> you know, like art and stuff. Oh, Support God. for UBI has not gained overwhelming popularity yet. Thank with God. 52% of Americans still against it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Unsurprisingly, the support breaks down along party lines, with 65% of Democrats supporting it versus 28% of Republicans. Come on, guys. A majority, 54% of millennials support UBI. So, oh, boy, the future is ours. Yeah. Stupid purple-headed, bun-headed, flip-flop-wearing, bearded moron soy boys. I wouldn't expect any less from them lazy fuckers. Oh, God. What? Just because I've recently dyed parts of my hair as purple doesn't oh. mean you have to bring that into the oh, discussion, yeah. Red. I just now noticed you did. Man, look. Goddamn. Seems the only requirement for this income is to just be breathing. Goddamn. You're going to pay them to sit on their ass, watch TV, and take uh, a... Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. What the hell's that? And saying it takes the burden off of them. It does. Yeah, it puts it on someone else who's doing work. Yeah, the rent. Right, right. To pay no, the right, right. Oh. Yeah, that's what, it's going to happen. It's the future. The lazy future. Oh, you see, there you go again. Just like the article said, you're insulting the human condition. Yeah, that's the problem with reality and the truth, uh, uh, Lefty. It, but, it's seldom pretty, so yeah, it can always come across as quite insulting. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, you come on. Besides, I thought you said you were going to give us some good news. It is. This has brought the whole thing down. Well, what about the, uh, the world of sports? Here's a great huh? inspiring story of the that. world of sports. Because, uh, you see, a female to male transgender high schooler oh, has won God, the Texas no. Class 6A championship in the girls' division for the second year in a row. Trans wrestler <laughs> Mac Beggs is on a dosis of testosterone pursuant to a transition. Yeah, it's perfectly normal. Although all other wrestlers are prohibited from using steroids because Damn. it would create an unfair advantage. What? Just that what simple. The hell? Uh, but of course, Beggs is transgender. So what? of course, so? you know, he, she, I mean, oh God, I'm sorry. He needs uh, his testosterone because otherwise uh, he would revert back to being female that he was assigned erroneously you know by nature and so now they're trying to fix that but meanwhile her dream what? his dream I'm sorry uh, is to compete in wrestling and they won't let him compete with men so uh, it's Forced to compete with girls. So, uh, the U.S. Trinity High School senior took home the state championship last year, too. According to the New York Post, that season included two girls forfeiting in the regional, regional tournament because they feared injury. Well, good lord. Women, how are you going to be empowered if you're going to puss out like good that? Good lord. So, this year, what? one female wrestler refused to wrestle things. Boy, with the transphobia going on, I'm really disappointed in these girls. It's just... Terrible, oh terrible transphobic attitudes. Anyway, the 18-year-old had a perfect 32-0 record against the well, steroid-free so. girls 
And she took her this season. That's amazing. That's incredible. And as with last year, this year we caused a swell controversy because of all the transphobia out there. Biggs received a mixed reaction, cheers and boos when the referee uh, raised her arm to signify her win in the 110-pound weight class championship match. Well, you know, transphobes, just eat it. Because Mac Beggs, you go... Uh, I mean, you, you go, boy. Oh, God. Uh, you're, you're my champion. Well, God damn, you'd develop a phobia of that, too, if you saw <laughs> that muscle mass coming down on you. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that's just a case of doping right there. What? Yeah, she cheated. That's uh. what that is. It's just wrong. As I said, all I'm hearing here is transphobia. And there you have it in today's uh, enlightened and bold new age. Uh, yes. If... In this scenario, you have a problem of watching a testosterone-fueled woman transitioning to a man, or in the case of the MMA fights between women, where a a man transitioning into a woman competed and broke bones and stuff of women. Uh, Yes, you can watch uh, the the men or the equivalent of men beating a woman oh. uh, and uh, bringing physical trauma to her and in some cases ch- uh, scaring her off the uh, the court uh, and you have a problem with that, you are a transphobe. Obviously. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Transphobia has long since uh, supplanted homosexuals as the new cool kids and now uh, they're also uh, supplanting feminism. Uh, so, boy, it's hard to take any of these isms seriously anymore. I never did. <laughs> With this bizarre circular madness. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, we'll take a break Jeez, and come back with a brand new hopeless. episode of The Good Doctor. You're, you're all hopeless. You're listening to The Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nelson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. Films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time. They play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. And it's only 90 cents! So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. One of the things that people don't talk about, a lot of these schools, Sandy Hook had an all-female faculty, from principal to teachers, and for a woman, 
Where are you going to hide that gun during the day? You can't put it in your desk drawer. Somebody might steal it and you can't get to it. You're not going to have it in a safe in the principal's office. You can't get to it. On your person, if you wear a dress, if you wear a skirt, are you going to have to wear a jacket every day with a belt and a holster the way a detective mm -hmm. you know, on duty would do? Um, it's, it's not a real practical solution, even for a variety of reasons, mm. much less the this being adept. This is CNN. <laughs> like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. It's time for The Good Doctor. Previously on The Good Doctor, toilet paper magnate Victor Hangenbottom walked in on his wife with another man, both while they were nude. The other man, shockingly, was Victor's own private investigator, Lillian Walker, who he had hired to spy on his wife, for he suspected her of infidelity. But it appears Linoleum decided to take a more in-depth investigation. In any case, at seeing this, Victor promptly suffered a stroke and collapsed. Meanwhile, Dr. Feelgood and his wife Jane are attending Dr. Dick Boner's party. Crap, Phil. That was the hospital. Seems old man hanging bottom had a stroke. I guess the wife swap is off. What? Wife swap? You sick bastards! What do you take me for? Damn it, Phil! I'm your wife, not your whore! <laughs> well, she could have fooled me. <laughs> the next day, at General Memorable Hospital... I'm sorry, Mrs. Hangenbottom, but your husband has suffered a stroke. Even if he recovers, he'll never wipe his own ass again. Well, remember, he signed a DNR. Don't forget about the DNR. Whoa, slow down, Goyle. Now's not the time to pump any corks. I need to keep up the image of the grieving widow, lest I'm suspected of foul play. It's not my fault he caught me with another man. Still, I could profit by blaming someone else. <clears throat> well, you know, Dr. Good, this wouldn't have happened if you had listened to me in the first place and refused Victor that, that, that horrible sexual enhancement procedure. So you and your crummy clinic can expect to hear from me and my attorney shortly. What? I gave Victor clear instructions on not exerting himself so soon after the operation. But I can only imagine what depraved demands a sick horn dog hearted like oh, you made on this sad old fart. Oh, God. Oh, you killed my husband. Didn't you attack my good name? Oh, oh, oh. oh cut the crocodile shower, toots. 
Don't think I haven't forgotten about your pathetic strip tease. Oh, yeah, I got your number, you succubus slut. <laughs> what? God damn it, Phil! Shut up! Huh? Dick, but, but you don't understand. I understand plenty! Oh, uh, Mrs. Hagenbottom, on behalf of General Memorable Hospital, I just want to apologize for the rash behavior of my colleague, Dr. Good, here. Oh, you can forget that, and you can issue an apology to me! I want this gold-digging whore away from my father! She's the reason he's in here! What? Who? Uh, Dick, this is, uh, Celery hanging bottom, Victor's daughter. Yeah, she's a lying, backstabbing, manipulative little bitch! Oh, yeah? Well, that's better than being a lying, backstabbing, hey, manipulative whore! Hey, hey, hey. Cut this crap out. Take your cat fight outside. In here, I'm the law, since I'm Victor's doctor. Not anymore, you're not. What? Dick, what are you saying? Let's step outside, Phil. And once outside, the two doctors continue their conversation. Your behavior in this hanging bottom case has been deplorable, so I'll be taking over his care for now. <laughs> and here I thought being a partner would garner more respect. Partner? <laughs> you can just forget about that. You blew it. How can I trust the management of the clinic to you? When you don't have the basic business sense to know the customer's always right. Meanwhile, back in Victor's room... Listen, Princess, you'd better be nice to me, because soon I'll be holding all the credit cards. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Lawyers have a way of tying things up for years. And any will is dubious due to Victor's obvious cerebral deficiencies. What? Who the hell are you? <laughs> You've obviously spent too much time counting his money so as not to know anything about him. I am Horace Flop III of Flop Bath Tissue, Victor's chief rival. Now uh, look, I'll admit, I wasn't the best wife Victor could have had, but at least I never <laughs> slept with his enemies. I didn't start this war, bitch. Oh, but it's on! At this, Misty storms out of her husband's room and fails to notice Salad Green. Oops. What? Oh, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, awfully sorry about that. Say, uh, why'd you let me buy you a coffee? Well, it was my fault, but yeah, I'm a sucker for a freebie. Hours later, we find Private Dick, Linoleum Walker, speeding toward the Hanging Bottom estate, desperate to see Misty Hanging Bottom. I haven't heard a word from Misty since Victor's stroke. I can't wait any longer. I just gotta see her. What? You? Yeah, me. What the hell's going on? Why won't you answer my calls or my texts? Oh, hey, Misty. What? I couldn't tell our bras apart, so I just grabbed... Whoops. Misty, you and another woman... Shocked, hurt, and somewhat disturbingly aroused... Private Dick Linoleum Walker leaves without further explanation. For several days, he wanders around, spiraling downward into a drunken fog, having lost Misty Hole hanging bottom to a woman. But if only Linoleum Walker had paid closer attention to the subject of his investigation, he would know that Misty soon tires very quickly with her dalliances. Case in point, we now find ourselves in the small apartment home of one Salad Green. Misty, wh why won't you talk to me? I, I miss you. I, I, I think I love you. <laughs> Look, 
I was just feeling experimental, and you were the guinea pig, so get over it already and stop calling me. And so, Salad Green plunges into a pit of despair over the former porn star, not realizing her cigarette has placed her in mortal danger. <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> she succumbs to a drunken slumber while her cigarette burns on, dropping its flaming ashes onto her cheap carpet leading to a fire that inflames her curtains. Is this the end of Salad Green? Find out in the next, I don't know, exciting episode of The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is a Nelson production, written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for A Moment of Time with Red Neckerton. There's a craze going on about eating Tide Pods. Don't do that. This has been A Moment of Time with Red Neckerton. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson? <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little format Mystery Science Theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul Show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right. The Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's just that easy. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, gonna talk Star Wars again. <laughs> As I've made clear when I did my review of Star Wars on this very program, I did not like The Last Jedi. In fact, as time goes on and the more I think about it, I utterly hate it. Uh, and the damage it's done to the franchise is far worse than anything else. Uh, boy, the prequels, uh, man, everyone, everyone hated those and stuff. Uh, they're nowhere near as bad as this one. Uh, uh, so, uh, poor George Lucas, you've lost another title. <laughs> 
<laughs> this one is now easily the worst Star Wars film ever made, uh, even more than the Christmas special of the... <laughs> um, <clears throat> I need to get a new chair. This thing makes a lot of noise. Sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, the story was going... Uh, it, uh, Ryan Johnson was the director for uh, Chapter 8, which was The Last Jedi, to follow J.J. Abrams' Force Awakens. Uh, and then originally, uh, Colin Trevorrow, who uh, did the uh, Jurassic Park movie, uh, the newest one, and uh, he was going to come in and do uh, the Chapter 9, and that would wrap up the whole story, and they'd move on to other things, uh, new trilogies and whatnot that are their own stories within that universe, but not having to deal with uh, you know Luke Skywalker and all that. Uh, but apparently there were some arguments going on and Trevorrow got fired and, uh, they ended up having to go back to JJ Abrams to come in and wrap it up, which is what he's doing. He's already said he's finished the script. I think that's very troubling and bad news, but, but then again, I don't know what the hell he could do to fix this disastrous uh, a state that the franchise is now in, thanks to Ryan Johnson, and whether or not it was totally Ryan Johnson or Kathleen Kennedy, whichever, doesn't matter. Um, it it it's done. It's bad, and I don't know how you clean that mess up. Abrams, of course, has, has taken the company line, which is if you didn't like Last Jedi, you're a misogynist. Oh boy, I. I t- <laughs> This is a guy who had to get on his knees and beg for mercy after there was a bikini scene in Star Trek Into Darkness, which was a bad, horrible movie, but not because of that. It was within the context of the future romantic couple that Captain Kirk and Dr. Kirk Marcus would have. So it made perfect sense that you would have something like that happen between them. Oh, but oh, he was exploiting the, the woman and all. Oh, God. Oh, God. And he, uh, I apologize. So here he is. Uh, if you don't like Ryan Johnson's film, who is a man, but of course, the main hero of this, this current trilogy is, 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 is Ray, the, the young woman. Um, oh, you, you, that's why. Uh, no, you could take all the feminist politics out of Last Jedi and it's still a steaming pile of crap. Uh, it, doesn't work on any level. Oh God, I am going down this rage again. I, I I never did a video on it. That's the one good thing about this crap. And I'll talk more about that is you get a lot of these complaining uh, YouTube videos <laughs> and oh, just about all of them are excellent because <laughs> it's, it's just fun to watch the rage, <laughs> especially when I agree with it. But anyway, uh, behind the scenes at the, uh, at Lucasfilm or what have you, there's been some firings. There was, uh, now Josh Trank got fired. He was supposed to do a Boba Fett uh, movie, these standalone movies they do in between. And I guess that's just been put on hold for someone else to do it. Cause now they're, you know, solo will be the movie that comes out this year. There'll be chapter nine next year. And then following that, I believe it's supposed to be a movie about, uh, uh, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, uh, so I don't know when the Bubba Fett movie, I'm sure it'll get done at some point, but Josh Trank, I, I, I thought, well, that's probably for the best. Cause I'm not all that impressed with him. I hated his fantastic four movie. His Chronicle movie was okay, but here was a guy who made a big splash with that. And I thought they were rushing him in. Uh, the other one uh, was the Lord Miller uh, team who were handling the solo movie and apparently had pretty much shot a complete film when the arguments between them got so bad that they got fired and then Ron Howard had to come in and pretty much reshoot an entirely new film. 
Uh, so, uh, but I mean, Disney's got the money to do that sort of thing, but it's really extraordinary. So there's this whole other solo film we'll probably never see unless it, you know, leaks out bootleg or something. And, but now, uh, with this situation, it seems that Ryan Johnson was willing to kiss ass <laughs> to do the job. Um, uh, and I mean, Ryan Johnson, he didn't really have that big of a backlog uh, of work behind him either. Amazingly enough, he directed a couple of episodes of Breaking Bad, but, uh, he was surrounded by that fantastic crew. Uh, so it would have been really hard for him to mess that up. <laughs> the only other film I know of, of his is Looper, which is, is okay. Uh, it certainly leaps and bounds better than last Jedi, but I don't know what happened here. Um, so we're getting some amount of clues, uh, because apparently Colin Trevorrow had serious problems with what Ryan's movie was setting up for him to follow. And I can certainly understand that. And, uh, and there was room and not just rumors. I mean, uh, Mark Hamill even said that he, he was, uh, really liking, uh, Colin Trevorrow's ideas and uh, they were really in sync with each other. And, uh, but you know, he was let go. And so anyway, the official story was, of course, he, uh, left for, um, you know, uh, creative differences. Well, that's true. Uh, boy, did he have creative differences. Apparently he wanted, uh, Luke to be in his film. Uh, that's still possible. He could be the force ghost, I suppose, but he needed him alive for what he had in mind. He also needed Snoke. Uh, and this is the thing. Snoke, uh, is the, the reason that, uh, Ben Solo, uh, turned to the dark side and became Kylo Ren. And that's the, the, the point of the story here. And, uh, the force awakens, uh, which is not a great film, but it's good enough and, uh, didn't do nearly as much damage, uh, as that this disaster did. And a lot of people say, Oh, you're, you're mad at this film because of, uh, you, you're, it, this is trampling, trampling on your childhood and, uh, and these new generation. You're just mad. No, this film, uh, the last Jedi craps all over the force awakens. Just uses it like toilet paper uh you have snoke set up this is one of these characters that's teased more so than palpatine was in the originals here they keep making the comparisons no one complained about that uh snoke is pivotal here because at the end of uh, return of the jedi everyone's happy uh, the emperor's dead uh the the uh, the dark side has lost and uh luke is there to bring the jedi back and uh, the, the the good side of the force will dominate and what have you. Well, 30 years later, boy, everything's really terrible and horrible. How did this happen? There's still no real explanation for this. All it is is Luke has some bad feelings about Ben Solo, so he decides to murder him in his sleep, <laughs> which, of course, is something Luke Skywalker would never do. This is one of the, obviously, one of the problems that Mark Hamill had. And he said, well, this isn't my Luke Skywalker. And he is it. So he said, yeah, I had to just pretend in my mind that he's not Luke. He's Jake Skywalker or something like that for him to play this character. Because his character is, is basically a brand new character. It's not him. Um, so uh, Snoke is killed in The Last Jedi. And no explanation as to who he was or what he was about or any of that. Uh, and uh, how he came along. Because a after the Return of the Jedi, it, I, again, I said it pretty much finalizes the story there. So what else was there uh, to do? Well, you need to explain who this guy is. And and, and odd oddly enough, uh, the structure that they've created here with, the with Disney is that 
you know, which I think is a bit much with uh, is danger of saturation. But since Last Jedi has killed the franchise, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. But the plan is to have a Star Wars movie every year. So you have trilogies. So you've got, uh, you know, you had Last Jedi last year. You're going to have Solo this year, which is another troubled movie. <laughs> but thanks to lowered expectations, it might do well. Um and then next year, you'll have the next chapter, Chapter 9, which whatever the title that'll be, I don't know yet. And then following that, the Kenobi movie, and there you go, and on and on and on. Well, uh, had they mapped this out better, you could have, Rogue One was the first standalone movie. You could have had elements of that to give you a background. And a lot of people theorized when they saw the trailers and stuff, but no, it's nothing there. It has no connection whatsoever to try to explain who Snoke was. Could he have been one of these other characters to establish his place? in there and also uh probably things about ray well it turns out ray's nobody the whole point of the movie of last jedi is nothing matters <laughs> so uh perhaps jj abrams should take that <laughs> in chapter nine and, uh yeah chapter eight never happened it was just a bad dream uh, uh ray wakes up and finds luke in the shower <laughs> he's still alive I've dated myself, of course. This refers to uh, the old 80s primetime soap opera, Dallas, in which the character Bobby Ewing was killed off. Uh, but then they realized that was a mistake, and so the following season they opened it up with uh, his wife, Pamela, finding him in the shower and realizing she had just had a bad dream. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there you go. There's how you solve that. As stupid as that is, I'd be grateful if they did. But no, I don't think so. So... Yeah, it totally craps on what was set up by uh, The Last Jedi, but, you know, Ray's story uh, and Snoke, and even kind of hinted there was something going on with Finn. Uh, but no, pff, forget all that. It doesn't matter. Oh, boy. Yeah, pretty stupid. So uh, Colin had problems with it, just like any reasonable person would, and especially a person who understands the franchise and, the, and basic storyline, really. I says, hey, uh, this is terrible. We got we to change this. He balked. So they fired him. Um, Ryan Johnson uh, is a kiss ass. <laughs> so he kissed ass. They rewarded him with his own trilogy. So he gets to do three more films of whatever story he wants set in the Star Wars universe. And that will follow probably after the Kenobi movie. Uh, but he kissed enough ass. And so he's been rewarded with that. If we see it come to fruition, if this continues uh, with the next three films coming out, with the, the, the loss of their audience after they crap on their own audience and just say, well, if you don't like it, you're, you're a misogynist and all that. I, you know, this business of hiding behind your, your female characters uh, to protect yourself from shoddy work is disgusting because it defeats the argument you're making. You're so obsessed with the feminist politics of sorts. Uh, you're, you're, it's destroying uh, your vision of plot and basic storytelling and, and and by that means you're far more insulting to women and to these female characters than anyone, any critic of the movie is. So, uh, so yeah, it, that doesn't wash, doesn't wash. And shame old J.J. Abrams for jumping into that, uh, which he did. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, Colin Trevorrow was let go and it's probably uh, we, we, uh, the franchise suffered greatly for it because whatever, uh, movie ideas he had. He had ideas 
for more indications of Luke's powers, which was what really people wanted to see. There was even a scene that was cut out of The Force Awakens where it was the end when Rey approaches him. He's standing in the midst of a bunch of floating rocks, which shows that uh, there were giant rocks, there were boulders, and it was indicative of just how powerful he had become. And 30 years later, you would think he would be. Nah, just scrap all that because they were worried that Luke being so powerful would uh, uh would outshine Ray. Well, yeah, for a moment, but Ray is your hero. She's having her journey to where she becomes the powerful being she's supposed to become. But instead, she just magically becomes it, even though she doesn't even understand any of it. <laughs> and she says so. <laughs> it just does not work. And, and again, you're insulting the character of Ray. I'm not. You are by doing this nonsense. So, all very sad, but it seems uh, Trevorrow was one of us. <laughs> and, well, look what happens to you when you do that. So, uh, and recently they thought he kind of may have uh, uh, made a comment on this. Uh, and, uh, well, not directly, of course. He's talking about the new Jurassic World trilogy that he's working on. And he was talking about his crew, and he says, there's a team of uh, Jurassic Park fans who are his creative partners, and when I have questions about canon, they they, they set me straight. Uh, the new trilogy is built for a new generation, but not at the expense of the fandom. Without them, we're nothing. Yeah, boy, that's that's true. That's so very true. It certainly applies to Star Wars, but of course... Uh, you know, Abrams and Johnson, and I guess, and of course, Kennedy, but oh, well, he's just a misogynist. <laughs> it's so, uh, well, you know, uh, good luck with that, huh? Yeah, boy. So, uh, a lot of people theorize that Luke's force ghost would appear in the film, but I'm sure a lot of them, uh, at Lucasfilm are pissed off at him for telling the truth. And, uh, so whether or not he'll appear in it, even if he does, it'll probably be brief cameos and they won't even want it to have any importance. So uh, it's so sad. Well, uh, if you enjoyed Last Jedi, I guess you can say the, the music was good. It was. It was very nice. Uh, the scenery was beautiful. Uh, and the special effects, top notch. That's it. Now, the performances, well, they can only work with what they give them. So I don't hold any of the actors uh, responsible, I, even Laura Dern, who just, sometimes I suspect she might have been there, brought in to do Leia's lines because Carrie Fisher was not in good health and maybe she couldn't do all the scheduled shoots. Uh, you know, it, it, it was an odd thing to just drop this character in there. Uh, but the whole thing was odd. She shows up in this this gown. Uh, why aren't you in uniform? You know, I, you know whatever. No point rehashing it. But the other good thing that came out of this are the YouTube channels uh, of, of critics. Uh, and uh, they're just a joy to watch because of the unbridled rage <laughs> that is there. And I feel their pain because I agree with them. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, that's what the best that came out of it. But uh, if you're looking for some of them, uh, some of the uh, YouTube channels that pointed me in this was a uh, one called Carbonite Chat, which is actually a pretty small channel. Uh but uh, it, it's kind of sad because he he clearly is more of a Star Wars fan than even I am, uh, even though, you know, I, I, I coached Star Wars in its significance in pop culture as like my parents' big pop culture moment was like Elvis and the Beatles. Uh, for my generation, it was Star Wars. I mean, it's night and day 
Uh, never seen anything like it, and the movies were never the same after it. Uh, and, of course, the massive impact that it had uh, was there. So, uh, yeah, it's important, but uh, this guy, he's seen all the cartoons and all, I think he's read a lot of the novels and all that sort of stuff. And it's there's this, he's good at, at doing the explanations he goes through. He's very soft-spoken, and it's, it's sad because he's so heartbroken uh, of what's happened here. And, uh, but he does a good job on his videos. It's Carbonite Chat is what his videos are. You can check those out. Another one, there's a couple of others. There's Geeks and Gamers. He does some good ones on that. But another guy who did a massive deconstruction on it, uh, and they're very long. Uh, some of his videos on, on The Last Jedi, uh, it's in three parts. And each one, if it's not fully two hours, it's damn close to it. <laughs> But if you've got the time, I do recommend it because, man, this guy pretty much has the last word on it. And it's impossible to defend the movie anymore. Uh, he goes into details even I had forgotten. And so it's almost second by second of that movie. And there's just nothing there of value. And, it, uh, boy, it's just devastating. So his, his channel is called Mahler. He normally does uh, uh, critiques of video games, I believe. Uh, but uh, to check out his Last Jedi uh, uh, review or whatever, uh, it's in three parts and they're very long, but he does it in this very uh, <laughs> smug, monotone voice. That's hilarious. And uh, so I do recommend checking that out if you have the time. So there you go. Uh, it's very sad. I'm. Uh, it's sad to me. Uh, I don't know if it, if 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 J.J. Abrams can clean up. I don't think he can. I don't think anyone can. And it's it's really bad. But what are you going to do? Meanwhile, Ryan Johnson suggests, hey, uh, the novel, the novelization of the film will help explain things, <laughs> which is basically admitting, yeah, I kind of shit the bed there when you need this novel to come uh, fill up the movie for you. Uh, no, if it's not on the screen, you failed. So, ugh, God, oh, boy, it oof. <sighs> need to calm down. Need to calm down. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for uh, listening. And uh, do check out my uh, YouTube channel, uh, the Nelson channel on YouTube, where uh, my cartoons are there. Uh, a lot of other videos, uh, reviews and stuff like that is there as well. Uh, also, uh, uh, advertisements for my Selfie store, where you get to see the trailers to the uh, where I do my Poor Man Mystery Science Theater treatment of old movies, too. And uh, the links there are to the store. And uh, that's the Selfie store, selfie.com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. You head over there, full films, a buck 75, uh, short films, 80 uh, cents, or no, 90 cents. Sorry. And uh, there you go, dirt cheap. And uh, you get to uh, share some happy moments with more of my crazy antics. Oh, it's fun. It's like watching a movie with me. And uh, there you go. Uh, and it goes to support this program and other projects that Nelson is working on. So do check that out. Check me out on uh, Gonzo Platform with the Rob Saul Show yeah, live Monday night uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's uh, loads of fun. And you can uh, check out the Gonzo YouTube channel for previous video. It's video, so you can see that uh, and all that good stuff. Oh, and once again, I forgot. <laughs> Jeez. To mention Eric Demery's cartoon, uh, Hysteric Tunes. You can look that up. He's going to do a cartoon for us. <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry, Eric. I did mention it on my show, uh, but... I, I yeah, 
Someday, uh, I hope to mention it live on the Rob Saul show. Uh, apologies again to uh, Eric Demery on that. All right. Uh, this brings us to a close for this Nelson show. Uh, tune in this Saturday for a new episode of more Nelson goodies just for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Guy Standing, a co-founder of the Basic Income Earth NIMP, told the World Economic Forum that UBI will be a tremendous benefit to society because it will take the burden off people's shoulders. He put it on someone the else. The claim 